It had been a long flight all the way out to L.A., but even though I should have been, I wasn't tired. Not by a long shot. Getting off the plane, I was met by my latest clients. Yes, clients. Usually, I only have one at a time. But these two hot ladies both contacted me directly, asking for my services. It wasn't until we started talking specifics that I realized I was either being put on or these two knew each other. It turned out that Becky and Sam were best friends. By sheer coincidence, they both reached out to me for their impregnation needs at the same time. Once they realized what they had done, they decided to make a party of it. Hell, knocking up one hot chick at a time was heaven, but two? Now we're talking. Their faces lit up when they saw me in the waiting room. Becky, a plump, brown-haired goddess, bounded over to me like a lost puppy. Her ample breasts heaving freely under her braless t-shirt. Her more reserved friend, Sam, hesitated in the back, biting her nails. Come on, Sam, Becky urged her friend on. This is him, Walt. Wow, Sam creeped forward cautiously, her eyes wide. He's so black. Don't worry, ladies, I said, putting my arms around the two of them. I won't bite. I was grinning ear to ear. Both ladies were college freshmen, just barely 19 years old, and had known each other for years. This was the perfect setup, not only for them, either. As I explained to them online, I'd started a professional impregnation service to serve a very underserved segment of the population. I provided a clean, safe environment for would-be mothers to get impregnated naturally. It didn't hurt that I traveled. The service was essentially free. All I requested was a round-trip ticket to the nearest airport, meals, and lodging, usually at their place, but not always. And transportation? The general outlay was usually far cheaper than artificial insemination. And, going by my track record, had a higher success rate. At least this way, the mothers would know their baby daddy. The kind of women I'd impregnate was varied. Married women, black, white, Hispanic, you name it. Once I'd even been given a plane ticket to Madrid, it was fun. One story I'd have to tell you about some other time involved a married woman whose husband was infertile. I think she kind of fell for me as I still get email updates about her happy, healthy baby every so often. Sam relaxed once she saw that I wasn't a perv or sex offender. It was even her idea that we hit up the bar before going home. That sounded perfect to me. Even though I tried to maintain a professional air, there just wasn't enough time on the planet to be serious all the time. As we got into Sam's car, I could hear them whispering to each other. No doubt about how gorgeous I am. So, how did you get into this business, Walt? Becky asked on the way over. We were sitting next to each other in the back of the car, and she moved her large body closer to mine as Sam kept a watchful eye on us in the rearview mirror. I could smell her faint perfume, but there was something else I could smell, something that a man of my profession could identify a mile away, a fertile ovulation scent. Yes, 
just like animals, human women give off a very strong, very specific smell when fertile. Well, that's a very interesting question, I said as I placed my arm around her wide body. I certainly had a thing for larger ladies, and so wasn't repulsed, as many would have been. One day, looking for a new cat, I saw a desperate plea in the local paper about this couple who had been trying for a year to get pregnant. But the guy was infertile, and while they had money stashed away for the baby, they didn't have the thousands that an IVF would cost. So, I called them, and they were more than happy to let me try. The husband even watched. It was weird. They both laughed as we pulled up to the bar and we all hopped out. It was late at night and there wasn't many people there. The bartender told us that they were closing down in a bit. So Sam, being the designated driver, 